T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Oh. Keith Hernandez. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go. Let's get it. I was stuck in the tunnel for like 20 minutes. But I'm here, I'm back. This is the last five hour KM to AM of the year 2023. Hopefully you're good wherever you are, staying warm, trying to avoid sickness. I almost didn't make it today. Well, I knew I was gonna make it in, but I was texting Paulie at like quarter after five, like, yo, my son is sick. I gotta take him to the doctor and I've been drinking Airborne and uh, using Vicks Vapor Rub and eating Dayquil's all day today but i'm not sick i just you know i felt it preemptively tried to beat it if i was sick i wouldn't come in i wouldn't host a five-hour show that'd be rough it's not a flu game i'm not i don't have the flu or anything but man when you hear parents talk about babies and the germs they carry before you actually get there it's just something that you don't even think about i went to a party shout out to my boy mario i went to his christmas party saturday there was a bunch of babies there my son was slobbering and drooling on everything he could get his hands on trying to touch every baby's face and crawl around (sighs) i I do the night shift i don't sleep very well at night so i get run down a little bit he gets sick i got sick i'm just hoping my wife doesn't get sick she's dealing with him right now anyway just had to get that out of the way so we know like if i'm coughing i'm gonna be using this cough button if my voice sounds a little different it's just because tis the season it's the most wonderful time what do y'all want to talk about tonight where should we start? Where should we begin? Begin. Oh, I know. Yamamoto. <laughs> I'm over it now. Let's play the Yashinobu Yamamoto dating game until he finds a match. We were all sure that this was going to be the week, right? He said he was going to decide before Christmas. It's December 19th. I think we were all pretty sure this would be the week. Over the weekend, we get a alert that he's having a last minute meeting or you know um, uh, one more meeting with Steve Cohen at the Cohen residence I have no idea where that is or what that looks like but good for him he wanted to just let me go check in with the guy with the biggest offer the most money one more time I don't really want to go there but man let's milk it for all we can milk it for he did pull up to Japan take my whole family out for French cuisine let's Let's see what his house looks like. Why not? It's it's part of the whole thing, right? Like, 
I look at this guy like a girl on a dating app who is just matching with as many guys as she could match with and trying to get free meals, trying to get free dates, trying to see if any of these guys are suckers and will send her some money on her cash app. <laughs> this guy loves the attention. This guy is eating it up. And it's funny because it brings two conversations to the table that I'd like to have with you tonight, baseball fans and baseball fans. When we get deeper in the night, I'm going to talk Hall of Fame. I know that's not something to lead with, but uh, with Yamamoto, whether you, you, most of us have never seen him pitch. You've never watched him pitch in a game. I've watched YouTube clips uh, on Twitter now. They're showing his arm angles and how he throws his pitches or whatever, but everybody knows his name now. Major League Baseball has a tough time marketing their players. This guy isn't even a Major League Baseball player yet. He's more popular than some of the guys that you saw uh, in the lineup for the Yankees this year. Yashinobu Yamamoto knows he's the next big chip, big fish, big domino to fall. And he's playing all the way into it. Juan Soto gets traded. Okay. Shohei Otani signs. Okay. Yashinobu Yamamoto is dragging this thing on. You want to be a Met? Sign with the Mets. They're going to offer you the most money. You want to join Otani and make it Yamamotani? Go to the Dodgers and join the Avengers and assemble with them so you can get knocked out in the NLDS. You want to be a Yankee? You want that number 18 jersey? You want the prestige of the pinstripes? What is taking so long, Joel Wolf? Him and Joel Wolf are, they're milking it for every dinner, everything they can get. And I thought it was hilarious over the weekend. They go to Steve Cohen's house. They pull up where that man sleeps, his estate. And then when they leave, they get on their phones and say, doo -doo -doo -doo. hey, Yankees, you up? <laughs> we want to come by. We want to see you. We want to talk to you again. Just just miss you. Just want to just want to make double sure, you know, just want to make extra sure. <laughs> We're not making a mistake here going to the other side of New York because of money. 877-337-6666. The Yankees say, hey, yeah, I'm up. Come on by. Come on, but I had no idea you were in town. We'll set something up real quick. What you need? I suggested, yo, just bring him to the bodega. Get him a chopped cheese. Let the man get the bev of his choosing and call it a day already. Enough already. Yamamoto, I give props to. The two conversations in baseball. One is this guy marketing himself better than most baseball players do. Right now, everybody knows his name. He hasn't pitched a single game. And, hey, he might not be that great. I know everybody's saying he's going to be great, but that's going to be a big adjustment for a 25-year-old kid. I get it. He's the three-time MVP over there. This ain't over there. And then the other conversation is about MLB free agency. They just locked out. They had all these conversations about every single thing in the CBA, the CBT, how many games, man on second, pitch clock. They went through every single thing with the TV rights and Somehow they didn't say, hey, we need to make an MLB free agent frenzy. We need to make there be a deadline before Christmas because we know, right, the season ends and a month later the winter meetings hit and things go on at the winter meetings because you have all the powers together in the same place. But two, three weeks after the winter meetings, everybody's checking out. People are with their families. People are going on trips. People are turning off their phones, not responding to emails. So no business will be done the closer we get to this weekend. Once we hit Festivus, Christmas Eve Eve, <laughs> you can pack it up. So today we hear 
that uh, Bob Clappish reports growing sense among teams bidding on Yashinobu Yamamoto is that a decision won't be made until after Christmas. It could stretch into January 1st through 4th window. I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. I mean, I never was that uh, pressed for Yamamoto because I just I just thought it was too good to be true, the whole hashtag Yamasoto that Yankee fans are talking about. And I thought there was a real chance that, hey, this guy might just take the largest deal coming over here and go to Steve Cohen and the Mets. But, you know, there's, a, there's another conversation that needs to be had about people talking about what the Yankees are going to do or not do as far as if they sign Yamamoto to a $300 million deal. We just saw yesterday reports saying that that's not true. All the talk about him signing for $300 million, that's not true. We did hear also a report that this guy is just going to pick the team that he likes. It's not about the money. He's going to pick the team that he likes and wants to play for. And then Joel Wolf, Super Joel as he calls him, his agent, is going to do the rest. 877-337-6666. So I don't know what to believe anymore. I honestly hate social media and Twitter and these reporters and what has become of the MLB offseason. There's fake accounts. There's the actual like guys trying to be first trying to just get retweets and likes and attention for what? I don't know. I just want to get the news. Wake me up when Jeff Passan sends a tweet about Yashinobu Yamamoto, wherever he signs, if it's Queens, if it's Chavez Ravine, if it's the Bronx, whatever. So uh, we'll, we'll talk tonight about they need to make an MLB free agency deadline. The deadline needs to be something like, I don't know, the 22nd or the 23rd. How long do you need? This should not drag on into January, February. And we've seen... Right with Machado and Harper, the big fish, it drags on into spring training. Other guys need to sign. Other chips will fall. But right now, Yamamoto has talked to eight different teams. You know, they're not going out there to sign Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery until they know where this guy's going to be. So it holds everything up. And I don't think it's great for baseball. I really don't. Especially with Yamamoto being a guy that nobody's ever seen play. Um, him coming over from Japan. They need to fix that situation. Anyway, uh, let's talk football now in a situation that they can't fix over at one Jets drive. <laughs> oh, my goodness, bro. Uh, anytime I started to talk about Aaron Rodgers and then start slandering Aaron Rodgers or calling him out, I was greeted with uh, negativity online, which is fine. That's what people do online. They hide and they throw stones and hide their hands. But there was so much love for Aaron Rodgers choosing the Jets. He chose us. He's coming back. No, he's not. No, he's not. That's ridiculous. And we knew it was ridiculous. But we played along here. They played along on the internet. They played along on TV. Pat McAfee, ESPN. I watched Pat McAfee. Like, oh, don't doubt this guy. Shut up. Aaron Rodgers talking about, give me your timelines. Give me your doubts. Tell me what I can't do. What you can't do, 40-year-old man, is tear your Achilles and come back to play for the Jets that are eliminated this year. It makes no sense. So now we can bury that. Now that that's over, I'm glad. The Jedi mind tricks didn't work on me. Remember me saying that? These are all Jedi mind tricks. This guy throwing before the game. This guy showing up to practice, taking reps from Timmy Boyle. Timmy Boyle needed every rep he could get. A report last week that he's intercepting passes. Is this for real? Is this high school football? Or is this the NFL? These weeks, these games are precious. People put their hard-earned money into tickets, into merchandise, into going to watch the Jets. And back-to-back -back years, it's been embarrassing. Back-to-back -back years, it's been a disaster. 
I hope Joe Beningo's podcast shoots through the roof because he's got it right. Oh, the pain. What a disaster. The Jets literally gave their franchise to Aaron Rodgers. And when you combine his bad karma and his bad energy that the Packers couldn't wait to get rid of with the cursed Jets and their history of J-E-T-S just end the season, what did we expect? We should have known. They, they can make a Freaky Friday movie off that. Vinny Testaverde walks out there to shake his hand. Hey, Aaron. <gasps> My Achilles. There goes the season. A wasted year. So, of course, Aaron Rodgers all year is going to tell you, I'm progressing. Y'all look at him. He's walking. Oh, he's out of his walking boot. He's defying modern medicine. This guy listens to whales having sex. This guy smokes ayahuasca. Miss me with it. It's such nonsense. This guy's a master manipulator. And so many people were manipulated this year. He's coming back. I don't care what you say. Oh, they just got to stay afloat. Well, they didn't stay afloat. And in the interim, they should have done everything in their power to empower Zach Wilson. The story should have been that this team is good enough that if we lock in with Zach Wilson, if we change the play calling a little sooner instead of Nathaniel Hackett standing on, I'm not changing. You got to step up. You got to. No. You changed to that young man's skill set. He's 24 years old. He had a terrible year last year, and you put him as your quarterback number two. So you should have done more to make him successful. 877-337-6666. Got this man's mom hitting Instagram. Well, guys, thank you for your prayers and all of your messages. Zachy Poo is all right. Bradley Chubb and Christian Wilkinson, they hit him hard. He left the game, and he wanted to come back for his guys. Him him was hurt, though. He, he had a concussion and blurry eyes and symptoms where he couldn't come back in the game. Didn't we tell you he was reluctant to returning? <laughs> Zach Wilson's going out sad, bro. Oh, my goodness. You got mama on the internet speaking for you. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. With the Jets, 877-337-6666. So now we're done with the fakeness of Aaron Rodgers and all his McAfee appearances. I want to take the time to shout out Tommy DeVito and the DeVito family for going and making their appearances. Because we saw the report that came out that, hey, yesterday's price is not today's price. After Tommy was on national television, Monday Night Football, led the Giants to a win against the Packers, like, hmm. 10,000, 10, mm, we're going to need 20,000. <laughs> you know the agent needs his cut. I saw a video today that Tommy DeVito still went there. This kid is not like that. He's a real one. He's from the area. I'm sure he's loving the fact that people are lifting him up like this. What a dream. He could have been buried on the bench all season, nobody thinking about him. Instead, he's out there making appearances at Bubacoos in Livingston and at delis and signing autographs and being visible, man of the people. I can respect that. I can respect that more than somebody that just lies to the people, manipulates the people, pretends, makes it all about himself. No, Tommy DeVito, I, I, I like that kid. I'm not saying that kid is the future. I'm not saying that he's uh, the next starter for the Giants because, I, I don't know, I didn't play that game with you guys last week at all. But he's a good guy. He's a great story. And I hope he wins another game or two here. I don't see them beating the Eagles. Um, but I hope he wins another game or two and rides off into the sunset. And the sunset for him is this first season being an undrafted free agent 
making like 400000 Hopefully him and his agent can work with the New York football giants and get him a, a two-year deal or something for next year and the year after with some millions attached to it. And then they don't got to worry about raising the price from 10000 to 20000 uh, He'll have plenty of money and a bag of money from the New York Giants. 877-337-6666. Nobody wants to talk about the Nets and the Knicks. I know. I know. Nobody cares. <laughs> the, the Knicks will face the Nets in Barclays Center tomorrow. Nobody nobody cares. You guys aren't going to the game. I thought about going to the game. I just haven't been to as many games. But I just know it's got no juice right now. It will. At some point, it will. At some point, we'll have nothing to talk about with uh, the Giants. They still can make the playoffs. The Jets, so you're saying there's a chance. Pretty soon, that like that's already they're already eliminated, but there's going to be nothing else to say about our football teams. So we'll pivot to basketball and we'll pivot to hockey. But in the NBA, I know all y'all want to talk about is M. Rada, Emma Ratatowski, whatever, however you pronounce her name. She's rich, bro. I don't feel bad for her. I don't feel bad for her. She's pulling up to the game so she can be seen on the big screen. She's pulling up to the game so she can get the perks and the VIP treatment or whatnot. You guys know the story, right? I think I heard Evan and Tiki talking about it. Let me see if I can pull it up. Basically, (laughs) you know, she's on the big screen. She's part of the, like, celebrity row at Madison Square Garden. And she left the game early, and they basically told her, hey, don't, don't come back then. You know, we want our people to stay in the seats and root our team on. She don't, I would I would highly doubt if she knows the players, if she knows the situation. I don't think she's enough of a sports fan to realize the game isn't over. She's a busy person, I bet. She's dating a new guy every week. So shout out to M. Rada. Just pay your way in. Flex on them. Tell them, I got bread. <laughs> you guys don't have to comp the tickets. When I want to go to the game, I'll pay you. How about that? I've gotten so many free tickets off here. I don't, I don't mind paying for one. Why are they trying to kick the baddies out? What's going on here? There's nothing but dudes when you go to see the Knicks game. <laughs> Shout out to Tommy. The Knicks have dudes. They have dogs. They're going to do damage. They might do damage against the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets went out west, lost a bunch of games. I don't know what to think about it. But I do know what to think about the New Jersey Devils, the New York Rangers. We got some puck on tonight. You guys don't watch hockey? Man, I used to not. But I find myself by the day more intrigued, learning more and more saying this is actually my sport. The NFL is completely bogus. I don't know if you guys watch all the flags or no calls, false start, pass interference, roughing the passer, targeting. We don't know what's going to happen in the NFL. You can't even hit anybody. When I watch hockey, there's no flags on the play. When I watch hockey, they're out there banging. When I watch hockey, there's no blue tent. There's no reviews. These guys are just firing the puck, skating around, a bunch of tough guys out there. So I got eyes on Flyers, Devils. Devils is my team. And uh, we got to keep an eye on Rangers, Maple Leafs tonight. Also, the Oilers, Islanders, our local teams are playing hockey. I I mean, you got to get into it. Football sucks. We don't know what's going to happen with Yashinobu, Yamamoto, the Mets, and the Yankees. At least we have some competitive teams on the ice playing live games for us to talk about. Keith McPherson on the fan. This is KM to AM, a five-hour sports show talk. Uh, What did I say? A five-hour sports talk talk show, program, sports talk show, whatever. You know what it is. It's WFAN. You listen to WFAN every day. We talk sports. Call me up. 877-337-6666. Jim Duquette will join me at 830 to talk baseball. Maybe we'll talk some Hall of Fame. Obviously, we're going to talk Yamamoto, free agency, 
Mets, Yankees, and all that. But I want to talk to you. So hit the phones while we take this break, and we'll... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Be right back. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Let's do it, man. You know the number to dial? You know the number. I don't have to say it. All right, I'll say it anyway. 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host on the fan. In here watching my Devils. Woo! Let's go, Devils. Get a win against the Flyers. Man, it's starting to get cold where the stadium series, I thought that was a good idea. I thought I wanted to go to MetLife for the stadium series. The Flyers will take on the Devils on February 17th. I don't, I don't know if I want to sit in the cold. It hurts, man. I'm getting old. I'm washed now. Like, if I don't sleep right because I'm on the radio till 2 a.m. and then I get home and I'm wired, so I go to bed at, like, 4, and then my son starts rolling around crying at, like, 5.36, then I got to just start the day. I can't hack it anymore. Like, 10 years ago, I didn't sleep at all. Anywho, let's get to the phones. You guys know what to do. I know this guy knows what to do. He's been waiting. He, he, he calls up. He gets the first spot before I even get halfway through. My open is Josh in the Bronx. Keith, oh, it's me. <laughs> anyway, anyway, this Yadamoto is sounding like Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. But anyway. Self-centered. They want all the attention. Yeah, Talk about right. me. Look at me. Think about me. They're on their phone <laughs> swiping, reading through their names brought up everywhere. Yeah. Keith, very quickly, though, listen, I... Yeah, I I know you set the table and everything, you know, and I want to save all the, you know, the basketball and the hockey for, you know, like just to listen later on in the show and everything. And I'm sure all the callers are going to call in and give you all the points on everything, you know, on, you know, you know, choice A, B, C, et cetera, et cetera, and everything. I got plenty to talk about. It's a five-hour show. I didn't give everything in the open. We'll we'll sprinkle some other things in there. Like Jamal that's what Adams I like about you. Did, you hear, did you hear about Jamal everything. Adams? You know, are you familiar with Jamal Adams from the former Jet from of the Seahawks? Of course, Seattle. Right. Yeah, so he missed the game 
last night. And uh, when they asked Pete Carroll about him, they said yeah. he thinks he was at home. <laughs> but thanks for taking my call, Keith. I know you want to, you know, keep it going. Yeah, well, I was talking to you, Josh. <laughs> yeah, Jamal Adams sucks. I'm standing on that one. And anytime you hear me talk about Jamal Adams, he's POS. So Seahawks safety Jamal Adams wasn't on the team sideline or at the stadium after being a healthy scratch for last night's game. <laughs> we don't need you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I guess we got to pat Joe Douglas on the back for that one, getting that guy out of here. But Joe Douglas, you still got to come to the front and explain some things, bro. They're going to run it right back with the Jets. They're going to run it right back. I don't know. The Jets were the most bet-on team this year to win the Super Bowl. People lit their money on fire. I bet you won't do that twice. I bet you won't do that twice. Bob is down in Tampa, Florida. Bob, you're on the fan. Yes, uh, I wanted to uh, say something about Yamamoto. You know, this guy's playing goddamn games. You know, if the Mets go out, let them. I'd rather see them go and get Snell and Montgomery, two starters, and a third baseman, Justin Turner, this Yamamoto is playing games, right? We'll have two starters, Snell and Montgomery, uh, Senja and Quantana. We'll have a starting pitching thing. Yeah. This Yamamoto thing, uh, before somebody goes on and takes on Snell and Montgomery, I would, offer, I would, I would try and get those two and forget about Yamamoto. Yeah. It's, a, it's a waiting game, is, though. They got to wait. Yamamoto's got to sign, and then the rest of the guys can go wherever they're going to go. It's just a Yamamoto order. is not going to go to the Mets. Okay. He's not going to go. He's going to go to the Yankees, or he's going to go to the Dodgers. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I guess, I mean, I, I guess, Bob, thanks for the call. He got Snell's name and Montgomery's name correct with the pronunciation. I hope Yamamoto goes to the Yankees. Yamamata. I'm good with that. I'm good if Yamamoto goes Yamamata. to the Yankees. Yamamoto. Yamamoto. And uh, how did he pronounce Kodai Sanka's name just now? Saga, something like that. Quintana, he butchered this one You guys are hilarious. This is why I come through. This is why I make sure I'm here. You guys crack me up. <laughs> the thing is, right, there's an order of operations. You're not going to go and give money to a Blake Snell or a Jordan Montgomery if you're in the running to land the big fish. The three-time MVP, the 25-year-old ace. And the thing about Yamamoto is that exactly that. He's 25 years old entering Major League Baseball. He's projected to be an ace. But, man, the more I think about this, the more I'm like, yo. Like, if let's say he takes the, the highest offer from the Mets. And then he's got the adjustment period that Kodai Senga had. Let's say he's not sharp. Maybe he's homesick. Maybe New York isn't what he thought it was. I, like, that's a lot of money to commit to a player that you've never seen. So Bob is right with saying, I'd rather just go get Snell, Yamamoto, proven commodities. Guys that have won a World Series, won a Cy Young, pitched in the postseason, and then bring Justin Turner home. That can happen before, during, and after Yamamoto. I feel like that is the feel-good signing of the offseason for that reunion to happen in Queens. But, yeah, Yamamoto is dragging his feet because he knows that every day that goes on, more people are learning about him, more people are Googling him, more people are looking up his highlights, more people are following his Instagram account, and he's a kid. He's 25 years old. He's eating it up. He's king of the universe right now. Shohei Otani was. So Shohei Otani said he's going to the Dodgers. Yamamoto said, oh, I'm going to milk this one all the way through Christmas into the new year. But I think that could be an okie doke as well. 
I think that could be a smoke screen. And then uh, he goes to his Instagram in the middle of the night tomorrow night and says he wants to be a Met. Who knows? Joe is in Somerset, New Jersey, next up on The Fan in New York. Hey, Keith. What's up, man? How's it going? Happy holidays to you and the family, man. Thank you. Uh, Devils just scored, so it's going well. Hey, well, you know, I want to talk a couple of cultural things with you, if you don't mind. So I'm a Mets fan, and the issue, I think, with have signing Yamamoto, you know, like if you look at the teams that, you know, win championships, especially here, you know, in New York, you know, in the 80s, you know, you had your staffs with, you know, Gooden and, and Darling, and then, you know, you had Pettit with the Yankees, you know, Pettit and Boomer, and, you know, and then, you know, you had like CeCe Sabathia, like as, as your ace of your staff. I don't think you can build a staff or a, a rotation with your ace, your two top starters are guys that have to speak through translators. And the reason why I say that is because, like, they won't really connect with the fans. Like, you need, like, they come sell jerseys. They want, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like, I, I really am concerned, like, having two guys at the top of your rotation that won't connect with, the, you know, the average fan because, you know, you won't even, because they got to speak know. through friends. You the, know what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying, but I, I can't co-sign it because the National League MVP uses a translator and the AL MVP uses a translator, and they've got a ton of fans. They sell a ton of jerseys. I'm talking about Ronald Acuna Jr. and Shohei Otani. Both of those guys use translators, and everybody mm-hmm. knows who they are. they got a ton of fans. I understand, though, the top of your rotation, if you're saying the Mets are going out there with Kodai Senga and Yashinobu Yamamoto, there will be a slight disconnect, but I just yeah. think we're at the point where – the translators, they, they do their jobs. They, they're they the, the go-between. And these guys get fans. These guys get support off of how they play, how they pitch. Right. Okay. And and the other piece with that, you know, with the cultural piece is, um, do you think that, you know, uh, obviously it's great that we see more African-American quarterbacks, you know, playing a position you know, in the NFL. But at the same time, do you think that the downside of that is that you, you'll see less passing yards because you know there's no clear cut mvp this year right and so, so over time do you think that you'll see less passing yards because the game has switched more to the passing and the running yards as opposed to just passing yards because you know when you watch you know espn or the shows now all that you know you, you see like pass yards plus rush yards like you never used to see that in comparing you know um mvp well you, you know, gotta uh, run uh, these these d linemen are on your back all, all these guys gotta run tommy devito's not black but he's gotta run the ball yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, just the, the overall, it's the, the proliferation of the mobile quarterback. Do you think that overall, over time, you'll see less passing yards? No, you won't see the five thousand passing yards. You know, this is a pass happy to... league. You can't touch the receivers. You can't touch the quarterbacks. It's throw first. It's throwing first down, second down, third down. It's fourth and one, and they're throwing the ball. Um, I do okay. think that we've seen more athletic quarterbacks. And thanks for the call, Joe. I do think we've seen the evolution of the quarterback position as far as, like, you can't sit in the pocket like Tom Brady. You can't sit in the pocket like Peyton Manning anymore. you got to be able to move in the pocket, step up in the pocket, scramble, make plays with your legs to have success because the defensive linemen are freaks of nature. When you watch the combine, these guys are running 4-5, or five, and they're, they're 6'6", 280 pounds. That wasn't the case, right? That wasn't the case uh, 20, 30 years ago. These guys are all freaks now. They train, they lift, they run. Some of these guys are converted basketball players like Josh Allen uh, from the Jaguars. Some of these guys are guys like Miles Garrett, just a, a, a monster of a human being. So, yeah, you, you better be able to boogie a little bit. You better be able to pick up your feet and run to save your own life. 
But I don't think it has anything to do with the black quarterback. When I'm looking right now at NFL player passing yards, the guy with the most yards passing is Tua. He's not a white guy, but he's got all those yards because of the explosive plays of his receivers. Same thing with Brock Purdy, who I believe will win MVP and should. He's right behind Tua because he has Christian McCaffrey. He has Debo Samuel. They, you throw these guys the ball, they do the rest, the yards after catch. Jared Goff is up there with Sam Laporta, with uh, Amon Ra St. Brown, with even Jamison Williams, Khalif Raymond, Josh Reynolds, those guys. Patrick Mahomes, in a down year for Patrick Mahomes, where this guy's thrown 13 interceptions, he's crying about Kadarius Toney every week. <laughs> this guy's got 3,700 passing yards, but he can boogie too. He runs the ball too when he has to. So I think when we look at the evolution of the black quarterback, which has kind of been a theme the last couple of weeks. I've been talking about Warren Moon, but then I'm even talking about how Dak Prescott, you know, before uh, they went to Buffalo and got smacked, Dak Prescott was being talked about as an MVP. And C.J. Stroud is definitely Offensive Rookie of the Year, but he was being talked about as an MVP. Coming into the league, ready to go. It's hard to hit on these quarterbacks. And there was a time where the draft process happened and they looked at black quarterbacks and said, these guys aren't intelligent enough to play the position. These guys aren't smart enough to lead the team. These guys can be skilled positions as far as uh, running backs, wide receivers, even you know defensive players, safeties, uh, corners. But to actually be cerebral, know the offense, read the defense, and even be a game manager as Cam Newton, a, a very famous black quarterback that just came out to call out some of the modern-day quarterbacks and call them game managers and not game changers. To even be a game manager, you got to be a smart guy. And it doesn't matter if you're uh, from where Tua's from, where Brock Purdy's from, where Dak Prescott's from. I just think that times have changed. And uh, th- that's not something that's stopping anyone now. I, like when they do the – remember they used to do the Wonderlick test? And they do some of these tests to test your your IQ and your intelligence. But no, nah, uh, you look at – Lamar Jackson, not bad for a running back. Lamar Jackson, I'm rooting for him to beat the Niners this week. I'm rooting for him to win a Super Bowl. They drafted him, and he said, you're going to get a Super Bowl out of me. He's one of the best. And when you talk about running quarterbacks, yeah, in this last game, to win the game, Lamar Jackson had to rush for 97 yards. Most NFL quarterbacks don't do that once all year. But he is a different type of quarterback because he can extend plays. He's a different kind of quarterback because these athletic DNs, they're not just running him down. They're not just wrapping him up, tackling him. I mean, we see guys like Zach Wilson take sacks. We see guys like Zach Wilson take no gain, spike the ball on the ground. Lamar Jackson's not doing that because he has the ability to boogie. He can skate a little bit. He can run. Tommy's in New Hyde Park. Tommy, you're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How you doing? Hey, man. I'm all right. How are you? That last call, you know, I shouldn't even ask you that stupid question, by the way. I don't think it's a stupid question. I just think, well, it is kind of if you think about it. Well, uh, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here to break it down, explain it, talk around it. Uh, his first point about uh, Kodai Senga and Yashinobu Yamamoto not being able to lead a staff because they don't speak English. I just don't think it matters. The perfect example was the example I use: the National League and AL MVPs. The AL and NL MVPs both use a translator. Ronald Cunha Jr. speaks Spanish. He's got somebody sitting next to him. Shohei Otani did his press conference. 70 million people watched him right. speak through a translator. It doesn't matter. I don't like bigots. 
And, and <laughs> I don't think it was he. He said, you know, and he used the word cultural. It's a it's a cultural yeah, thing. You know what I mean. Everybody comes from different cultures. Everybody comes from different backgrounds. Sees things differently. I'm here to break it down from my vantage point and explain. Well, Keith, your monologue. I was laughing so hard. Good. It's got to have some entertainment. You it know, you got to get a chuckle out it of it. Like, it was like great. And um, you're funny. Uh, I want to ask you about, I can't believe I'm going to root for the Giants on Christmas. To beat the Eagles? Everybody yes, should. I, I root for whoever the Eagles are playing against every single game. Because we're Dallas fans. I, I hate the Eagles. I root for them to lose every single game. I, I thought I can't believe Seattle beat them. I, I thought that fix was in. I felt like that was a Buffalo Wild Wings push the button for Vegas. Vegas needed that because a lot of the yeah. favorites won over the weekend. So you for, know, I had the under on that. <laughs> so for that to, to cash with Drew Locke right before the game, we're not sure yeah. if, if Geno Smith is going to play. He doesn't. We're not All sure right. if Jalen Hurts is going to play. Drew Locke is able to engineer a 94-yard comeback drive to win it. That was ridiculous. I would love to be a draft Kings like a – president or something like that oh man they are making too much money oh i need i need to i need to actually hit up my contacts at FanDuel to see if we could do something (laughs) they have so much money to do whatever they want they can do events they can sponsor you they can do influencer marketing because people myself included hand them money last night i got on i said folks go into your FanDuel app check account history and just see how much you lost this Uh season and then go look back and see how much you lost this year and you may reconsider as we head into the christmas holiday (laughs) and you got to buy gifts and food and alcohol i'm (laughs) I'm pop right now i don't have any bread i'm waiting on some money i'm like man i i've wasted so much money week to week 15 weeks betting on the nfl even when you win you lose my wife's like why are you putting more draft games in it's fun because it's legal now because it's easy because if you're watching the game and you have a hunch or even if you don't have a hunch if there's a saturday slate of games which there is again like how do i make these games more interesting between nick mullins and jake browning all right i'm gonna bet on the Bengals. right you don't care the nick the nick game was uh i gotta bet the Knicks. that's a not gonna stay away from it and they beat LA, can you believe it? Yeah, I can. I definitely can. Because they raised that goofy-ass banner, and they put it up next to their World yeah. Champions final banner. It's like, don't put that next to your, your finals banners. Don't put the, the like put it in its own spot. If you're going to raise it, I understand yeah. raising it. Adam Silver probably told you you had to. You gave out T-shirts. But don't don't disgrace the championships that came before you from Kobe or from Magic. Like, right. put, put it in its own place. Put it next to that Mickey Mouse ring you got going to the Disney bubble. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Tommy. All right, we got a break. 877-337-6666. Your boy KM to the AM. We'll be right back. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. What beat is this? Benny the Butcher. Oh, I thought this. It sounded like Griselda. The Butcher coming. It sounded like Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher was in here. I woke up one day. I saw EJ Stewart post Benny the Butcher right next door with Maggie and Perloff. I was like, what the hell is going on? But then I put two and two together once I like woke up and got my thoughts. He's a Buffalo guy. Big Buffalo Bills fan. So is Maggie. It's not a hard connection to me. No, the connection was there. Yeah, no. The, 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 those morning shows, they get the good stuff. 
And we, again, what are you bang- trying to say, Paulie? We no, to- they get the good stuff in the mornings, man. What are you trying to say about the nighttime show? It's tough to get the good guys at night. Because of me? No. Damn. 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 I'm about to go. I guess. I'll- 6.30 in the morning, Benny and the Butcher showing up. I guess I'll come back after 12. Maybe I'll get some guests. <laughs> Coming up in 40 minutes, Jim Duquette will join us to talk baseball. Let's keep taking calls. 877-337-6666. I'm watching the Devils. I don't have eyes on the Rangers game, but I was about to say, I have the scores in front of me. It's 0-0, Rangers fans. Um, What else did I want to mix in there? Yeah, just like as we're going through the night, I'm going to mix in little stories. Like Timmy Boyle signs with the Houston Texans. Remember the night I was doing the parallels between the Jets and the Houston Texans? There's a lot. There's another one. Timmy Boyle signed to the practice squad today, and he's over there telling them, yeah, the Jets are a mess. Rob Sala, terrible coach. And then Jeter Downs. Are you down with Jeter Downs? Remember Jeter Downs? Right? Jeter Downs was in the Mookie Betts deal with Alex Verdugo. So, of course, the Yankees making moves. Making moves. It counts as something. Earlier today, the Yankees claimed infielder Jeter Downs off waivers from the Washington Nationals. And we'll see if that ever turns into anything. I mean, the guy's got a great first name. Jarvis up in Harlem on the fan again. What's up, Jarvis? What's up, Keith? How you doing? Good, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I want to talk about the Jets and you know the sack, you know this, um, you know like I'm listening, you know, so I'm listening to Brandon Chin and Simon Collar this morning and talking about Jets need a clean house because this is a lost season and think that they, they need a, like a you know new GM and a new coach and <laughs> they can't yeah. like like who's a, like who, like what what coach is going to like what new head coach. It's gonna take the jet job. Like nobody wants to come in. They're just dysfunctional. They don't know how to get no, this. This we, mess will we, exist until Aaron Rodgers retires. Right. I mean, it's like everybody just think, like make it sound like they're like um um you know like saying like 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 bringing a new GM. Jim Harbaugh is coming like, through. Mike Tomlin's coming through. Uh, nobody coming through. Yeah. I heard Bill like, Belichick could potentially come. Yeah, man. Bill Belichick never comes to the Jets. So if he doesn't like the Jets, he don't respect the Jets. He would never, never like the Jets. No. Okay, Bogey. Yeah, so because you know, because they own the Jets, because they beat them seventeen regular season games. It, it really doesn't matter. Because you know what? And the, and then, then Woody Johnson going to make it. And when it comes to the offseason, Woody going to be hiring a, a first-time spirit head coach with no coaching experience. And then it's going to be the same results and running back all over again. It's going to be the same See, thing. See, that's, that's the thing, Jarvis. I'm like, okay, Aaron Rodgers is another year removed from football, another year older. The league evolves and changes week to week. Nathaniel Hackett just showed us he's not a good offensive coordinator. That offensive line is terrible. They've got a lot of work to do in this retool, not rebuild, for Aaron Rodgers over the next two years. What if Aaron Rodgers comes up short? What if the rest of the AFC takes a step forward? What if this new crop of quarterbacks comes into the league and they're ready to play right away? What if old man Rodgers looks like Brady? Remember Brady retired and came back? Mm -hmm. And what happened to Brady? He was a first-round exit. They had a miserable year. Father time yeah. is undefeated. I don't care who you are. Aaron Rodgers thinks he's bigger and better than everyone and everything. Man, karma's kicking his ass, and it could continue kicking his ass in the next two years. Right, right. Everybody, every, listen, all the Jeff fans are getting excited for next year. Like, oh, oh. And then Aaron Rodgers talking about, oh, who you trust the most they take and move forward. He said Aaron Rodgers. I and wouldn't trust said, him. I don't trust I mean, he's a, he's a, I don't trust, um, I don't trust Rob Sala. I don't trust the GM. He does a, been here for five years as a dozen uh, draft an offensive lineman. You know, that's what he was saying on the show. But, you know, he, 
he has his opinion, but you know, just it's just ridiculous. The Jets are just the Jets are just the same old Jets. This is who they are. It's never going to get any better. So as long as Woody is, <laughs> is there, it's just going to continue. I mean, he just does He's not a football guy. Same he old Jets. Yeah, he never get it right. You know, he hired he hired a wrong GM, a wrong coach. It's going to be the same thing. This is never ending cycle. Always shining a light of positivity with Jarvis from Harlem. Jarvis and the Jets. Jarvis only calls to take a dump on the Jets and the Jets fans. I can't wait <laughs> until the Jets are like ten and seven next year, Ooh. and nobody calls <laughs> up because no one can. I can't wait until they can't ten and wait seven. until Roger shuts everybody up and Maybe. plays how he is expecting to play, which is as a top ten quarterback in the league. I can't wait. Maybe, dude. But Trading for Devontae? Let's go. I don't know. The, the, the league will humble you. It humbled Tommy DeVito this past week. It, the league will humble you, bro. These guys are getting bigger, faster, stronger. If you don't have an offensive line, they're going to fold him up. I don't care how quick his release is. I don't care how cerebral he is at reading defenses, changing the play, changing the protection. There are some hungry dogs out there, and they want to be the guy to knock Aaron Rodgers out. They, they want to be the guy... To, to put Aaron Rodgers down for the second year. Can you imagine? He made it four plays. What if he only makes it four weeks next year? Have Don't the backup the plan. Atmosphere. It's too late. It's in the atmosphere. Because of this year, you relied on Zach Wilson and Timmy Boyle. Why? Because you trusted Aaron Rodgers wouldn't get hurt. He hasn't been hurt all these other years. Nah. They should draft a quarterback. They're not going to in the first two rounds because they're going to get an offensive lineman, probably another receiver, to help Aaron Rodgers. But they should draft a quarterback. This is a deep draft for quarterbacks. They should draft some kind of quarterback in the third or fourth round that could be a little bit of a project. And then go sign a veteran. Go sign a quarterback that you know can play NFL-level football. Keith McPherson on a fan. Man, that's the first hour down. Let's take the break so we can get right back to it. 877-337-6666. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.